Hi everyone, welcome to the Managing Digital Projects podcast. It's getting a bit of a mouthful that. <laughs> I'm Tom. Hi everyone, I'm Basil. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about deadlines. We're going to be talking about some steps that we can implement to mitigate projects going late and um, look at some steps where some things can cause projects to go late. So we'll try and outline. If there's any person qualified to talk on this, it's Faisal working day to day across so many projects, so many people um, working on his projects, clients, um, different types of projects. Um, you've been doing that for a number of years now, haven't you? So who better to come and talk to us about this? Yeah, I think one of the first things to try and uh, understand is just deadlines in general. Do we need deadlines? Why do we need deadlines? And why they're so important. So for me, I think um, uh, they're absolutely crucial to anything that you're doing, anything that you're working on, whether it's a project or a task or small little deliverable or something as simple as just putting a clock up in the office on the wall. Everything needs a deadline. Everything needs, when are you going to start it? When are you going to finish it? A lot of people are sort of riding. There's a lot of vested interest in anything that we're doing at all times. Uh, so we've got to try and manage those expectations and the way we do that is having a due date, having a deadline. Um, and we sort of try and implement those ideas uh, into each deliverable that we do, each task that we do, or each project that we do. And what do you think on my thought that maybe there's more than one deadline out there? What do, what, what do you think when I say that? Obviously, I'm throwing this question upon you. <laughs> maybe, so, so maybe what you're alluding to is there's deadlines from the clients, there's deadline from from internal teams. There's deadlines from the finance team. Of course. Everybody has their own accountability for something that we're working on. So if we're working on a web project, the finance team have their own accountability to make sure that we, we're invoicing at the right time. Um, the directors might have a completely different accountability in terms of being able to forecast if we can do less projects, more projects, where we are with the existing projects. Clients have their own accountability. And again, they have accountability within their own companies in terms of what's expected on that web project. So there's so many different deadlines. So you've got to try and try and work your way around all these different deadlines and keep everyone happy. Ultimately, deadlines are there to make sure everybody's happy. Yeah, I think those hidden deadlines, the ones that fascinate me, the, one, like the, the ones that are clear and front and center, you, you get quite used to quite quick. But knowing those sort of, background deadlines that maybe just the one you don't know about maybe that it's there but you kind of feel that it's there somewhere and you have to tease it out i'm always quite interested by those ones yeah you're right you're right it's because and you always know about it deep down you know there's another <laughs> deadline for somebody else somewhere but you don't you sort of procrastinate and you don't want to open that subject or open that topic and you kind of like leave it under the pillow until somebody else raises it and then there's a new deadline that, you, that you've got to try and hit, got to try and work work towards. So what I wanted to try and do is try and add, uh, help us identify some things that I do on a daily basis, on a day uh, on a daily basis to try and keep projects on track, and just talk about some of the steps that I I, I work through, and um and and just sort of, sort of just discuss them. So the first thing for me is most important one is it's what's the scope of the project, what are we doing, what are we building. Let's use web, web web projects as a good example because they have a very clear start date and a very clear end date. Um, they have lots of gates in between, so there's lots of deadlines that you are working through when it comes to a web project. So one of the first things that I, I, I want to try and understand is 
what is the statement of works? What is the scope of works? What are we doing? What's the objective? What's the overall objective? What's the client's objective? What's our internal objective? And what's, what are the objectives for each team that's going to be involved in working on those projects? What's required from the content team? What's required from the design team? What's required from, from the dev team? So to try and understand and break all these little sections down gives you a very good, a holistic, a good picture, a bird's eye view of this project and the demands it's going to put on that team. Yeah. So just very high level. And then from that on, from then on, you sort of break it down into sort of, I like to call it actions. And I like to be very clear with what actions means. It It's not this thing needs doing. It's who's doing it, exactly when are they doing it, how are they doing it, why are they doing it, really getting to the micro detail of those individual deliverables and those tasks. So where so where do you think you spend a lot of your time then day to day when you're trying to look at where a project is up to? Is it in the micro or I guess a lot of people call them phases of a project, mm-hmm. maybe like the, the higher category, five key things that need to be done. Is that the sort of space you spend your time? On a daily basis, I guess it depends because we work on such a huge volume of projects. Um, and again, if we use the web web projects example, each web project is in a completely different phase. So to try, let's use two different examples. You've got one one project where very early stages, we're still discussing with the client, going through the T's and C's, going through the statement of works, trying to understand what it is with the client. So there's that one. So there are deadlines within that, isn't there? There's deadlines. The client has a go live date which they've signed for but we've got to make it clear to them that you've got to book a discovery call in you've got to do that we've got to create a funk spec we've got to do a sitemap we've got to do so, so those deadlines are very different and then you might have a completely different project which might be in uh, let's call it gate three might be in the middle of design so we're working separately with the designs te- design teams and understanding when are they going to deliver those designed pages who's next who's involved and all the different people that are involved in fulfilling that deliverable and then working with the client to make sure that if they've got any design elements that they need us to consider if they've got a brand team that wants to get involved so it just completely depends on what phase that project it's on makes sense mm. and, and I, I know there's certain things you wanted to cover off today and i think one of them was around deadlines versus the complexity of the type of work is that something you have to consider when you're looking at these projects yeah, hundred percent. I think, and I think it's because each project is very different. Every pro- every web project is so different to the last one. Every client is different. Um, again, for me, this comes back to setting the right expectations when we are accepting the work from the client. We need to make sure we get the right people involved with the client as well as the sales teams, so that we fully understand what it is that we're taking on board. By not doing that. The deadlines get stretched because scope creep comes into play. We might be underscoping something. We might be overscoping something. Um, and in as you know, in agency life, because of the amount of work that gets booked in, it's such a fast-paced environment. So it's like things come in, things go out, things come in, things. So we can ill afford to spend more time than we planned. It's yeah. great. We can we can work on big projects. It's not a problem. It's just understanding and. Have we planned that work in 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 the system? What sort of tolerance of buffer would you say we might have on that? It, well, it's, it's always a tricky one. I am I always I'm always edging on the side of adding buffer. Yeah. Some people are on the other side 
Or for me, if somebody says to me, I'm going to give it to you a week, I'm going to tell the client two weeks. I'm always going to add buffer to uh, every task, every deliverable, just because people are people and we make mistakes, we take long, we might not be able to come in and that sort of stuff. So I try to um, under promise and sort of over deliver in terms of deadlines. I guess there's a balancing act there though, isn't there? Because uh, a business has to deliver a certain amount of work. So you have to try not to undercut yourself in terms of delivery capacity, but then not overpromise yourself in terms of what you can get out and then miss things. So it must be a fine balancing act. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think one of the tools that we use to support us in that is just general accountability. We people, we hold everyone account. We hold, I hold myself account. Uh, we hold the teams that we work with to account. And once the project has been mapped out, those deadlines have been set, we make sure people are accountable for the tasks or the deliverables or whatever it is that they're working on to make sure they deliver it within those timelines. Yeah. And again, within accountability, there's lots of tools and structures we have which support people on a daily basis and that could be through a seller, that could be through the, through the project management system that we use, or just general uh, scrums and meetings, which we which we bring in on, on, on certain days that keeps everything on track. Yeah, and I think we've seen that a lot, especially with retainer work. It's so much easier if you can add in lots of buffer, but then you need to deliver month on month. People are paying for a retainer paying for plans that you're going to deliver monthly mm. if you add too much buffer into them you get all out of whack in terms of your delivery months and then eventually you're behind on your work so you you really have to get that strike that balance don't you if you're going to write four blogs for a client a month you need to find the right level of buffer that makes it realistic but allows you to hit one a week mm. so the client gets one a week and sign them off one a week yeah, and publish one, them live <clears throat> and socially share them one a and week. What, and, and this is where we try to educate the client when they have a campaign plan that's signed off. Let's say they have a campaign signed off for three months and they've got 12 blogs to be delivered to them over a three-month period. We try to educate the client in terms of when they're expected to get blog one and blog six and seven and eight and the, the, uh, the expectation to sign things off. Mm. As much as there's a deadline on our side, there's a deadline on the client side as well, just to make sure that they sign things off at the right time so we can still continue to deliver at a good pace that works for them and it doesn't feel like it's all squashed up right at the end yeah. in the third month. So it is, like you say, it is a good, tough, tough balance to sort of spread it out evenly. Perhaps in your juggling. Yeah, well, there is that. It's a lot of juggling all the time, isn't it? Um, I think the other thing uh, we do to... to uh, established in terms of deadlines is uh, one of the things we talk about in web projects a lot is um, gates and milestones and closing these off in, in, in terms of retainers as well we have round of amends don't we again this all still ties into deadlines because let's just use a retainer download piece as an example there's a knock-on impact on work that is dependent on this work being signed off so let's just use a, a three a typical three month campaign as an example. We've got a download booked in month one, and then we've got blogs that are dropping in on month two and month three, which are all dependent on the download being live, designed, ready, signed off. In fact, the client might even have a website which is dependent on these blogs being published and live. So one of the things we try to educate the clients in terms of deadlines again is 
in terms of amends, we've got a small window of whether the client wants to agree to a 24-hour sign-off or a 48-hour sign-off. How quickly can you give us that feedback back so we can just make sure we're always on track, always on 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 uh, on a on an even playing field. What you find most complicated about managing all that you've talked about dependencies, so many interdependencies between pieces of work. What do you find most tricky about managing that? From the client side, I think um, knowing so you have a point of contact with the client. That doesn't necessarily mean the deadlines are coming from this person. The expectation might be coming from somebody else within their company. Mm -hmm. And it's good to try and dig that out because if you know the problems your point of contact is facing, you can sort of, you can try and work around to help that person by understanding what their problems are. So from the client side, there's those issues that we can sort of mitigate and, and, and manage. And again, it's just simply building a relationship and understanding what their deadlines are. And again, internally, it's just making sure people are held accountable, people are, are taking accountability, people take ownership and take the initiative to make sure. Because it's very easy to, <clears throat> it's easy to lose track of the overall deadline. Let's use a design as an example. Um, let's use Bilal or Dave as an example. They're responsible for producing a key page. Their focus, their creative uh, focus is fully just on making sure that key pages Looks, looks fab, it looks exactly what the client expects it to be uh, from, a, from a visual point of view, from a strategic point of view, but they're not necessarily aware of the deadline of when it needs to go back to the client, when it needs to get QC'd, when it needs to get amend, when that gate needs to get closed. So just making everyone, creating awareness around the deadlines, yeah. uh, that is a challenge on a daily basis. Obviously talks a lot about chasing deadlines and uh, all the hard graft part of it. What about the enjoyment side of it? With that many deadlines, do you get a chance to enjoy the ones that are hit? I think so. Like Every time you get something out of the door, uh, whether you get a campaign plan signed off or whether you get a client fully onboarded, ready for them to come on to a full inbound, or whether you get a web project fully completed, as soon as you finish that project off or finish a certain gate off, which means you can move on to something else as soon as you move on to onto the next phase so if we would take a deliverable and it's got 10 tasks in you complete the deliverable complete the 10 tasks good great boom move on to the next it's just constantly keeping pace with things that we planned out beforehand and as long as we're moving in check with everything that's in the system then it feels good all the time but then on to the next one like the Ergen Klopp <laughs> yeah yeah bring it on bring on the next one get the win <laughs> get the win in the next one the next one <laughs> Uh, the the other thing I wanted to sort of uh, mention we use our to to support us in deadlines is notifications and triggers which we which we have built into the system which also help um, which not one person or two people can three people can manage everything all the time you mm -hmm. can't always have eyes on everything so one of the things that we try and do to support people in the business is have notifications and have triggers in place where. On a Monday morning, gives you a flat, gives you a, you you might get a notification to show you if there's any slippage in terms of dates, um, uh, uh, and and these sorts of triggers we have in the in in built into the system. I think it's safe to say that's critical, isn't it? And I don't think we get quite as many triggers from our system as we'd like, and we know the benefit. We know how much like capacity that could unlock for us to get even more. So I think anyone looking at deadline management that's probably one of the key things to consider isn't it what 
automation can you get? Because when you're talking about lots of projects, lots of tasks, and you're sort of sat in a project management office across so many projects, there's only so much. You, you can't can, be everywhere. You can't be everywhere, so you need to leverage technology. Hundred percent, and 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 I think what you when you touched on automation, that's probably a key, isn't it? That's where that's where we would love to get to. That's where we want to get to, and that's where we sort of constantly gear our our focus on is to try and automate as much as we can. Um, there's only so many meetings and so many uh, so many times you can you can you can uh, communicate with somebody via text, email, phone, in person. Sometimes just a simple reminder on a Monday morning or a, fr- a late Friday, a quick automation from the system. It really helps. It just takes that pressure away as, as well, isn't it? And it sort of uh, creates the awareness. I think the key thing is there is is the awareness that it can create to multiple levels of the business. Definitely. Is that all your topics for today on delivery? That was in <laughs> on, on the from the deadline side. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to film another podcast after this, aren't we? So oh, yeah. we're gonna, let's, get, let's get cracking. We're going to change clothes with a quick uh, Superman turnaround in a phone box. But yeah, if John is still rolling, we probably should wrap this up. So th- thanks everyone for watching today. Like uh, like we said, another podcast coming as well. So keep w- looking out for those. And uh, thanks for your time. Cheers, Basil. Cheers, thank you.